0: Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is the problem with emotion, and now here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo.
1: Welcome everyone, welcome. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. Today I want to talk about emotion. I want to talk about emotion because that's everybody's problem. Emotions are killing you. They are. You get upset over every little thing. And you don't even realize sometimes just how upsetable you are. Every little thing irritates you and exasperates you and, and makes you nervous and makes you tense and makes you anxious and makes you worried and or every little thing excites you. You watch a ball game, and you're yelling and screaming. Well, all of this emotionality does a lot of wear and tear to your body. If you look at animals, you will see that animals are, by and large, very calm. Very calm. It's only in certain moments when they run fast, or fight, or jump. Otherwise, they're very calm, except when they're little tiny animals. <laughs> the, little, the little animals, they, they romp and play, but that's how they, they learn. But the mature animals are, for the most part, calm. But look at humans. Look at how nervous and excitable and tense that they are. There's got to be something wrong with that. We know that human beings are supposed to be calm, thoughtful, wise, long-suffering, patient, and yet we're not. So what's what's gone wrong? Well, you have, from the time you were a little child, and you couldn't help it when you were a little child, you were only a little child, people emotionalized you, and they teased you, and they pressured you, and they got to you, mainly with words, mainly with words. And so you became reactive to words, especially negative words, or words of criticism. And then you felt empty, when you became angry, when you were a little child, if someone was mean, then you became angry and hurt. And then angry and hurt, you felt empty and you needed love. And so, then when people used nice words, then you responded, react to the nice words, and felt better. So it got to the point that words could control your feelings. Words could control your feelings. And people could control your feelings. And you know what a feeling is, It's, they're in charge. You're no longer in charge of your own body. If someone can upset you, then they're in charge of the upset. Your body is responding to them, reacting to them. They are the master of your body. Did you ever think of it that way? So, there's gotta be something wrong with that. For animals, it's perfectly natural to react to things in the environment. But humans, we are supposed to respond with what? With patience. With reason, with calmness. But you find it difficult to do that, don't you? Now, on the surface you may be able to look like you're calm, but underneath underneath you're reacting. And you know, it's like the iceberg. You, you you've probably heard the, the you've you heard the little um well what is it? It's an analogy where someone talks about the iceberg. When you look at the iceberg you see The tip of the iceberg above the water, but underneath the water, there's many, 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 many times more iceberg down there than at the very tip. Just the very tip is sticking out of the water, and it's big enough. Well, it's the same way with your, with your emotions. Maybe on the surface you see a little tension or a little irritation, or a little anger, but underneath your the cells of your body, your nerves, your glands, your blood vessels. All are reacting, changing, being affected by this this global change in your body. So I want to talk about how to become less reactive. That's right, more in charge, calmer, and then life. You can begin to master life instead of life being your master. You'll be the master of circumstances instead of circumstances being your master. So stay tuned. I'm a man with a microphone, so people ask. No, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person. And I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. Incidentally, I do need to mention that I'm only on once a week. So, just take note of when I'm on, if I'm on the air right now, and remember it. And remember the website, sheddingshackles.com or www.weeklypester.com. So you can listen to these programs. Watch some of my YouTube videos. I have a lot of them, and they're real good. If you listen to this program and you can hear where I'm coming from, you can hear that I'm coming from a different place, not the usual place where I'm being manipulative and where I'm making ego appeals or where I'm trying to seduce you or wow you or impress you. If you can just, if you can see that I'm coming from a different place and you kind of like that, then you need to keep listening to this program That's right. You have to keep listening to this program so that you might awaken to what's been happening to you. You see, you have been mistaught ever since you were a little child, and continuing now, you're taught that emotions are perfectly normal, that you have to get excited and angry and irritated and yell and scream at ball games, and, and you see everybody else doing that. And, you feel like, well, that's the way you're supposed to be. And then they tell you the lie that the emotional life is the the real thing. But if you feel this and feel that, then that's really living. Well, that's only if you want to live like an animal and if you want to be totally a slave of your emotions. See, what happens is that, let me see if I can explain this to you philosophically. You see, human beings were created by the Creator to know Him. See, the world of nature, trees and chipmunks and squirrels, they don't know the Creator. They're incapable of knowing the Creator. They were made by Him, yet they do not know Him. Nothing can know Him. It's all just mechanical orbits and cycles and seasons. and It's all laid out according to very beautiful laws of nature and laws of physics and math and so on. But there's no awareness of the Creator. So God made the human being in his image and likeness, a human being with a consciousness, a kind of consciousness that can be aware so that you can sense spiritual things. And so that you can see in, with spiritual light. And then you become aware of the Creator. And then you can love the Creator or, or not love Him. See, He also created a choice factor, He gave us freedom. Animals don't have any freedom. The animal reacts and reacts. And that's all it can do is react to the environment. The environment is its master, as I said on the last program, and a human being. We can love the creator. We can see the things that he made and we can experience awe and wonder. And we can marvel at God's creative genius and his handiwork. And yes, later in life, after we've made quite a few mistakes. See, we've been like the prodigal son or the prodigal daughter. You remember the beautiful parable that Christ told of the prodigal son who took his inheritance and went away and squandered it. And then he looked at himself one day and saw how he was living. and He said, You know what? I'm going back home. I'm better off there. And he went home to face his father. And he knocked on the door. And his father came to the door. And he said, Father, I'm not worthy to be your son. I've squandered everything and messed everything up, and I'm sorry. And his father said, Welcome, my son. Welcome. I'm so glad you're back. I had lost my son and now I've gained him back. Welcome. Let's have a feast and celebrate. Well, we've all been prodigal sons and daughters. And we went off and we became angry and we hated people, and we were ambitious, and we tried to get even, and we tried to prove things to other people. See, you had gone for their tease and challenge, hadn't you? You fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker, you fell for it. Then the rest of your life, you slaved away and worked away and, and did everything you could so that in the mirror of other people's eyes, you would look uh, good. And then they would say, oh yes, you are a nice person, or, or oh yes, you are smart, or oh yes, you are pretty, or oh yes, you are successful. You wanted you wanted them to take away the, the negativity that had been laid upon you, but you, all you had done is gone for the tease and the challenge. You ended up doing exactly what they wanted you to do, jumping through hoops. Now you have to see that and bear the pain of seeing it, like the prodigal son, and saying, you know what, I, I'd be better off being a child of God. And so... You get the little meditation, and you sit quietly. You go in your room and close the door and sit in a chair, and you become aware, you become still. And yeah, you're going to experience a little bit of anxiety, as awareness dawns, but you want to be aware. You want to know the truth, because the truth is in God's light. And all you'll see is your own wrong. But you'll also see your helplessness. You'll see that you can't change yourself, so there's no use trying. And then it's like, let go and let God. You heard that expression. And then God rescues you from all of your errors. See, you couldn't help it because you were surrounded by lies and by confused people and out-of-control people and angry people and people without understanding. You wanted understanding from your parents. They didn't have it. They didn't have it. They, too, were struggling. Now you see that, don't you? Now that you're an adult, you see that they were just struggling. So don't hate them anymore. Don't feel sorry for them, but don't hate them either. Just let it go. Let it all go. Let your hair down. and Become a child of God. Be content to just go through life and observe things. And see your own little errors and be... A little sorry when you see your own thing that you did wrong like hating someone for example and just bear the little bit of pain of seeing it and then it'll be over but then what I was gonna say what I was gonna say is that you then discover God's forgiveness and his patience and his love and his kindness it's beautiful and then life is sweet Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage, a spiritual and practical look at relationships? My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget, The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com.
0: Some stations carry only the 15-minute version of Shedding Shackles. To hear the complete 30-minute program, go to www.sheddingshackles.com and click on Listen. That's www.sheddingshackles.com.
2: Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories consisting of upset, hurt feelings and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you too can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo.
0: Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I encourage you to visit the resources available at SheddingShackles.com. If you click on Listen, you can download the most recent program to your mobile device. And you can listen to archived programs stretching back to the year 2009. I'm also a pianist and played some of the music examples that you hear on Shedding Shackles, such as El Puerto from the piano suite Iberia by Isaac Albenis. Thanks for listening.
1: Those of you who are listening Sunday morning in San Bernardino, Riverside, Temecula, parts of Los Angeles and thereabouts, well, you're getting the half-hour program. Well, actually, 28 minutes. But some of you are listening in because you're listening on the internet, or some of you heard the 15-minute version and you were able to find this. I'm glad you did, and I'm glad you're listening. Yes, I'm very glad you found this program. Now, let's continue with the topic. Incidentally, I do need to mention that I'm only on once a week. So, just take note of when I'm on, if I'm on the air right now, and remember it. And remember the website, sheddingshackles.com or www.weeklypastor.com. So you can listen to these programs. Watch some of my YouTube videos. I have a lot of them, and they're real good. Try the free meditation. That's the most important thing. We're talking about emotions today. I said emotions are animal. Now look, I also made the comment that awareness is what you need. You need to be aware. Awareness is a gift. It's a gift from your creator. The ability to be aware. Animals cannot know the creator. They cannot know what justice is, what kindness is, what love is. Yeah, they have a sort of a, of a, of a puppy dog kind of a you know, they can sense when something is comforting and, you know, but it's not the same as human beings that can be aware of principles. So you can be aware of a principle, they can't. can't. And you can be aware of your creator, the creator of principle, the creator of truth, the creator of science, the creator of math, the creator of love. That's right. Yes, and even hate. That's right. See, you don't have to love God. You can hate God. Some people hate God. You don't believe it, do you? But they do. They do. But some of us, well, we love God, but we've been the prodigal son or the prodigal daughter, and we've squandered our inheritance. We've squandered a lot. And our our shame is also that we, who are a little bit closer to truth because we kind of like the truth, we kind of love the truth, because of that, we were a little closer to truth. And We could have been a good example for our brother, for our sister. We could have been patient. We could have been kind. But instead, we were resentful, and we were hateful, and we were jealous, and we were petty, and we were sneaky, and we were dishonest, and we were, above all, selfish. Selfish! And so you escaped. See, the the more—so what I was saying is that a little bit of awareness— See, as soon as you become a little bit aware, what's the first thing you're gonna be aware of? Your own wrong, in God's light. When the prodigal son, when he finally woke up one he was laying in the gutter, and he woke up and he said, you know what? I'm not living right. He finally woke up and he saw it. All right, so he had a little bit of anxiety. And then when he went back to his father, when he made the trip home, do you think he had anxiety along the way? He did. And then when he approached the door, he was filled with anxiety. And then when he knocked on the door, more anxiety. And then when his father came, more anxiety. But it was good because he said, Father, I'm sorry. And his father said, Welcome home, son. It was beautiful. So when you see your own wrong, when you see that you hated your mom or you hated your dad or you hated your sister or your brother or you hated your kids at school. or When you see things like that, that you were selfish, when you see it, it's going to cause a little bit of anxiety. Then it becomes a little bit of pain. And if you if you don't run from it, see, but the mistake we make is we run from awareness, awareness by which we also can call that intuition. It is in awareness that you can wordlessly know things. And it is in awareness that you can, you can be aware of your conscience, which is intuition. But when you run from awareness and escape into marijuana, into nicotine, into alcohol, into distractions, into music, into anger, into worry, into excitement, into emotions, see, that's another escape. Emotions pull your awareness down, 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 until you be, have an awareness like an animal. Simply having your attention captured by this and captured by that and captured by this and by that. And then some things stimulate you to be excited, to move, to have feelings. As an animal existence, you were made for more than that. You were made for a very special purpose. You must find out what it is. And it begins by becoming aware. And the best way I know to become aware, of course, you have to be willing to. For a long time, we're not willing. Just like the prodigal son for a long time. Well, first he was having a good time, spending all the money and everything, and he totally immersed himself in his false friends and in pleasures. He immersed himself in them, and he was totally unaware of his own wrong, except maybe at moments dimly aware. But basically, that's how how we remain unaware. We immerse ourselves in something. But then finally, when he began to wake up, then he realized his wrong. But it was the great, most wonderful moment of his life to face the music, to admit, to bear the little bit of pain, the little bit of anxiety. But what I was going to say is that when you become aware of your own wrong, like you you hated your sister, for example, or you resented your dad, it it causes a little anxiety and a little bit of pain, and then regret. If you stick with it, and don't run from it, and don't deny it, and don't resent it, if you just bear it, becomes a little bit of pain, but then you know what? The pain resolves into sorrow, into regret, kind of a helpless regret. You see your own wrong, you realize that you can't change yourself, but at that moment you also realize that you're seeing in God's light, and he just wants you to see so you can get better. He just wants you to see your own wrong, and then stop doing it. And when you realize that God doesn't hate you, see that's another realization in God's light, You realize that he doesn't hate you. You realize that he just wants you to see you're wrong, and then you'll be better. And then relief, a great relief, a great catharsis. And you let it go, you let the hate go, and you let it go. And then you know peace with God. And then you can wipe the tears from your eyes and go out in the world and the sky is blue and the sun is shining and the birds are singing and life is sweet. You, you know how like when you're a tourist and you're traveling somewhere and you look at everything, all the people and bridges and the beautiful parks and, and see what people are doing and what they're eating. and what It's all so much fun just to watch, just to observe. That's how you must go through life. Just observe people and don't hate them see that's that's the worst reaction of all, and it affects your whole body. But just watch them, don't hate them, don't judge them, just watch them, observe them, and if you don't understand if they're sometimes confusing and you don't know what why they do what they do, don't try to figure it out. Just see what they're doing and let it just let it pass. Go about your business. That's very important you understand now when you take stress in? So obviously when a deer is in the forest and suddenly there is a lion, well the lion is a stress and the will of the lion is to devour the deer and so the deer ex- experiences emotion so that the whole body, every cell will then somehow know that there's something out there that's dangerous and all the cells have to get together and then run. do you understand? So, if you don't resent people, if you're not angry at them, if you're not irritated at them, if you don't resent them, if you don't get your feelings hurt by them, and you're not jealous of them, and, and you're not excited to take advantage of them, and then you just remain calm. And then you can see what to do, if anything, and then a new energy will come from within. An energy that's not emotion, but it comes from the inner light in which you see and then you just move, gracefully, graciously, calmly. It's beautiful. So, that's what you have to do. You understand? Then you'll be free of that. Then later you can learn to deal with the internalized stress that you that has gotten inside, maybe starting long ago, and. God's inner light will teach you also how to deal with that. And the way to deal with it is the same way. Just watch it and don't react to it. It's so simple. It's so beautiful. Christ came to bring all of this to us. So heed his words. Meditate for mental distance and for calmness. Learn to connect to your inner ground of good from God connect to it, flow from it, love it, cherish it, cherish what you know in your heart, what you knew when you were a little tiny child, cherish it and love it and don't resent people and you'll be safe and not only that but you'll begin to know joy and peace of mind and a bounty of benefits so much You won't hardly even be able to receive them all. They'll be so wonderful and so many. Not because I say so, but because that's the way it will be. When you turn toward your creator, then that's what happens. So, may I recommend that you get the little meditation that will teach you how to become still and get a little separation from those thoughts that now pull you into them and those emotions that pull you into them. When you stand back, you're free to realize. You're free to understand and you're free to be patient. Stand back and you will discover a whole new way of living. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.
2: You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.